What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I am Mike Stadler. Mike, we got a question from Steve today. I don't believe you. Yes, Steve <laughs> asked, uh, what are the advantages of shooting with stabilizers on your hunting bow and why should I have one on there? Okay, so I'm sure he's noticed our setups. <clears throat> V-bars, tack the cam out the nose, lots of weight on them. Uh, why do we do that? Uh, weight and stability. Correct. What's the advantage of it, though? What's it cause? Um, well, I mean, really the stabilizers, back stabilizers and everything that we did it all started for all west. Yeah. You know, shooting in, in the wind. 100%. And all that comes from target <laughs> shooting people. So that's where you learn that stuff. Um, if you look at our equipment, we run V-bars on our bows. Uh, obviously, there's more weight on one side than the other based off of how your bow is, whether you're right-handed or left-handed, based off of the sight and everything, the weight of your bow. Our bows weigh right around 10 pounds. We run a Tacticam on the nose uh, with a custom setup. We use the dead center stabilizer systems, um, which we believe are some of the best stabilizers out there. Um, and then we do a little bit of machining on them to mount our tactic cams on the nose of the bow. Mm -hmm. um, reason for it is we weight our bows so when we come to full draw, everything's square level and set yep. as soon as we look through our peep. You hit your anchor, you're looking straight through your peep to your sight so you can make that shot immediately if you have to. Yeah. For our last. Yeah, it's a second nature thing for us, you know. Um, you know, we used to make our own we did. Stabilizers back in the day and do the V-bar setups. We kind of actually got uh, Dead Center to make us a V-bar setup. We did. They didn't have it. Yep. They made it for us. Yep. So we were kind of cool with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we like shooting back weight. You know, and everybody asked me back weight, why do you shoot all that weight off the back? Am I going to ever do it? Well, no. So you try something. Right. Big difference. Hunting a whitetail in a tree stand. You, you could shoot up there with a bare bow mm -hmm. um, all day. We could do it, you know, going out west. It is not that easy because you're not making a 20-yard shot, you know, and it's not, you're not out there hunting in a <coughs> east to west 50-mile-an-hour wind, which we've done. Oh, yeah. Which exactly. sounds ridiculous, but you know what? You have limited time to make something happen. You can't take you know, a day off. Yeah, you can't take a day off. So it's, you know, I, I actually had a guy tell me this. Two days ago, okay. the gym. I just saw this when you brought this topic up. He said, uh, <clears throat> "He said, well, you know, with today's bows and everything, he's like, I don't, you don't need stabilizers because they don't do anything to make them quiet or take vibration away." And I'm like, "I what? Like somebody just hit you in the head with a weight?" Yeah, somebody did. Like every bow has harmonics. Has harmonics. Yeah. Um, benefit benefit uh, noise wise too from stabilizers. Any bow, a new bow, I don't care. It just your buddy and I should talk. It's a fact you don't want to do it because that's why Rocky Mountain had me do a I, bunch of stabilizer I, stuff for them. Yeah, because we sent it to Honeywell on the stabilizers that I designed with Rocky Mountain <coughs> for testing to pull harmonics out mm -hmm. of bows. You know, harmonics is a big, big thing. Yeah, I mean, 100%. harmonics is sound out of the bow. Yeah, the quieter your bow. The better off you are for hunting game, shooting at longer yep. distances, everything. And they're they're gonna 
it's going to pull harmonics out of your bowl, oh, yeah. which is going to make a better shot. Yep. Um, they're going to pull noise out of your bow. Yep. Um, and we, we can hear it like we shot this last week at league. Yeah. And there was a guy shooting next to us with, I think it was in, in Matthews, a newer Matthews. He had, a, he had a quad four, and then the, the other guy next to him had that new Hoyt RX seven or whatever it is. And I, one. I don't care what you shoot. I don't. So don't even. I'm not getting into a. Bowl. They're all good bows. But I'm gonna tell you what those two bows going off in that enclosed indoor. Oh yeah. Sound like shotgun. Yeah. Compared to Carl and I standing next to each other shooting down range. Yeah. With our hunting bows. So that to me tells me a lot because I I listened for that stuff as people are shooting it whack go yeah. off you know and ours are like Doo. yeah Doo. now you know there's a, there's plenty of reasons for that um, but the stabilizer setup is more for that instantaneous when you're at full draw you get yeah. to get back to your back while you aim through that peep which shouldn't take you very long especially when you're hunting yeah. you can square your body up or down being able to do this uphill or downhill with the weight on your bow. Is going to help stabilize you in those aiming positions when it's awkward. Mm -hmm. So, and that's really important. Like Mike said and reiterated multiple times, more when we're out west, not so much when we're whitetail. Yeah. You know, but when we're out west, you know, you got it. You know, uh, 50, 60, 70, 80 yard, 45 degree downhill angle shot, and you're on a side hill with your toys toes pointed down or up. Your bubble level better be level, otherwise you're gonna miss. Yeah, you're gonna miss. And all that weight and everything helps you make that shot. That's what that's all about. Yeah, it's a, it's all stabilization. And don't tell me you can't carry a ten pound bow, yeah. because if you can, well then you need to work out. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, guys will carry a ten pound rifle. Yeah. You know, and they're even doing the same crap with that, with carbon stocks and all this other stuff. We got carbon bows. Mike and I have two of the uh, lightest bows on the market. We both shoot PSE Mach ones. You know, they're under three pounds or whatever, right at four yeah, or yeah. under four pounds. Under three, three, three something. Three something. And guess what we do? We add a bunch of weight to them so they weigh at least ten. Yeah. Because it helps us shoot better. It helps take yeah. any of the little bit of noise that the bow might have out. Same. It would be the same whether we shot. A Hoyt, we had shot yeah. an Elite, we shot a Mission, or yeah. Matthews, it doesn't matter. You know, I am not, I will be honest with this, I am not a big fan of the new, you know, uh, accessories that go inside the riser and attach and stuff like that. It's just a gimmick to get you to buy yeah. their stuff. The Don't fully be, integrated system. Well, yeah, fully integrated system. Yeah. It shoots more center line, da 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 da. Sure. You're going to weight your bow out right anyway. You should weight your bow out right anyway. It's not a centerline issue, especially when it comes to a stabilizer. Yeah. The only thing centerline you have to worry about is your arrow, your string, yeah. all of that. You know, Make one, sure your grip, all that. You know, one good test you know, that I've learned from you over the years, too, you know, can you, can you pull your bow back, line everything up, and sit there and hold it on a target mm -hmm. without bobbing and weaving all over the place? Yeah. Because do it with a light bow. Put yeah. no weight on your bow <laughs> at all. Draw it back. Put it on the target. Yeah, and I'm not talking 20 <laughs> yards. I want you to do that yeah. at 50 minimum. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll give you a white dot that big around at 50 yards, and I want you to hold your dot on that. 
I bet you can't do it. Right. Very few people can do it, with especially with no weight. Yeah. If I put weight on my boat now, that thing that the yeah. the float becomes smaller. Minimize, yeah. And I think you know, you know, another thing people got to learn, and you'll learn it with weight on there is your push pull. And I think that helps letting that shot go off right yeah. and clean. Yep. You know, too much push, not enough push. Too much pull. pull. Yeah, uh, pull. Yeah. You know, it affects everything. And I've, you know, some. This might sound weird to some people if you don't know what we're talking about, but you'll realize that the more and more you shoot, and especially if you're shooting distance, you know how that shot's got to come off clean every time. Yeah. You know, and if you're if you're pulling too hard, you're most likely going to pull your shot to the right. Correct. If, if you're right if you're right, right. Yeah, yeah. Or left if you're left handed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Think about you just that's the way you're pulling yourself. If you're pushing, you know. You're also going to throw your shot off because you're pushing the riser forward without yep. pulling it off on the backside. Yeah. So it, there's a lot of stuff that comes into. And I'm not a competition archer. Right. You know, don't get me wrong, but you know it's it's just the way it is, and, and the weight helps. You, know, yep. you you won't see anybody out there. I don't see anybody out there that don't at least shoot a, a front stabilizer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I and think the back ones are starting to come around now. Yeah, the other thing I want to tell you guys too <laughs> is get over the idea where you watch these people on the internet shooting their boat tips forward like that's some sort of sign of good form or some crap like that. It's not. Yeah. Where it just drops and they're adhered to Yeah, and, they, and the wrist is high and the bow's flipping forward <laughs> and they're standing there. Uh, how about no? <laughs> not so great. Uh, you know, um, the other part too, you know, slow motion video, if you watch, um, I put Mike and I, uh, slow motion video, we have two different shots. If you watch Mike, he activates his thumb trigger a little bit different than me, and the arrow is gone, and his hand and his form and everything, it didn't even freaking move. And the arrow's completely gone. Where you watch me shoot, my hand and my form's identically, the mic's on the front side, but on the back side, you'll see this pull action a little bit further straight back. So, you know, everybody's different. Yeah, that's what works for you. Yeah, yeah. It does for sure. I like the heavy weight on the front side because it makes me, the separation, the shoulder blade squeeze, the push, the pull, uh, what everybody calls, you know, back tension. Uh, it makes me explode harder because mm -hmm. I know the weight and the push and the pull is identical. Um, that's the other thing too that it'll help <clears> you <throat> on. Heavier bows sway less whether you're in the wind or on a target your float becomes smaller. Um, you'll see that. Also it's a real simple example too. Um, if you watch competition archers, mm -hmm. if you want to watch that, why do you think they have Big long stabilizers off the front. Yeah. And big long stabilizers backside. You want to see a guy who's got a really fancy stabilizer setup who's great into this stuff? His name is Tim Gillingham. And if you look at him, he's a pro shooter shooting for uh, Bowtech. And he's, he's really tall. He's got super long draw length. You'll see that too. But for these long stabilizer shooting pro and 3D, he's actually got two. I want to say 30 plus inch stabilizers off the front and two 20 some plus inch long stabilizers off the back as a V-bar like ours. Mm -hmm. And he says 
that's the most stable setup that he's ever shot. He's a, I don't know if he's an engineer or not, but he's he's really intelligent when it comes to archery stuff like that. And uh, there's a lot of other people changing to that setup too. I'm not a firm believer. We're not going to put dual cameras out the front yet, but if, we might try it just we're, for fun. <laughs> we're, we're the innovators of the back bars, the yeah. V bar. Yeah, the we, back bar. we started it 20 years ago. <laughs> Over five years ago, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, that's our view on stabilizers and what we use them for and how they're used on our bow. We appreciate the question. If you guys get a chance, want to subscribe to the channel, hit the Reaper right down here in your lower right-hand corner. If you want to listen, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and RSS.com, baby. Thanks for checking us, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Later. This, this is the bucket that I called the drop eight. Got this little bounce in here on his main That's what it is. Got good brows, good time length, nice deer. Um, Check it out on the podcast, baby. <laughs> Our work worked again this year. Small property, 40 acres. If you're not happy with this, you're just, you're, you can't be happy. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm going to call Carl. <laughs>